Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. OMG, guys! It's episode 40 of the Champagne Way! Hallelujah! We, we, we made it. <laughs> this is the episode for celebrations. Whoop, whoop. That is right. I'm so excited. Oh, we yes. celebrate. Yeah. So. Celebrate good times. Come on. Come on, y'all. We celebrate. Because you did that, I'm like, I have to like stop what we're going to do, which would have been going into what's in our cup. But I have to say, have you ever had an inner monologue song in your head? Like, or have you ever been asked, like, if you had a theme song for your life, what would it be? Uh, Yes. Well, that has always been like exactly what comes into my mind. Anytime <laughs> someone has ever asked me that question, that's what's coming to my really? mind. Really? I just got asked that uh, question on Saturday. Oh, really? What was your answer? Yeah. Well, it was not that. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it like anything just random or strange? Or did you actually have like a good, meaningful song? I mean, mine was like the Rolling Stones, like Paint It Black. <laughs> okay. Very, very serious song. Yeah. Very <laughs> all right. All right. Song. All yeah. right. I had celebration every single All right, time. I like it. I, I love like it. it. Yeah. All right, so with that, what's in our cup? Jess? Okay, well, we are continuing the theme of celebration. And y'all, are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. We're just continuing Are you ready for this? Okay, guys, we officially have a bottle of champagne from Champagne, France. Yes. All right. This bottle, Claude Baron Champagne. From that's French, y'all. That's French, y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, um, that's Nashville French, y'all. That's Nashville French. Uh, Claude Baron is a family-owned estate in Champagne with 50 acres of premium vineyards mm. located in the Marne Valley. Marnier. Sure. Is it like Grand, yeah. Grand Marnier? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you're right. Uh, the Cuvée Saphir. Is a blend of fifty percent Pinot Mourney. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like someone could re- turn like the way we pronounce these things into a really good drinking game. Probably forty-five percent uh-huh. uh, Chardonnay, five percent Pinot Noir. Ready for this line? Made in accordance to the traditions of Champagne. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. I feel like that is a drinking game. Drink every time we mispronounce a word. Probably. Um, How do you say that M word again? M- 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 which one? Mar- Marnier? Marnier? <laughs> drink, or drink, drink, or drink, or drink. Mar- mar- <laughs> drink. Both of those. <laughs> Marnier. Marnier. Um, so, yeah, I splurged on this bottle, friends. I oh. got this from the local Frugal McDougal for about thirty nine ninety nine, which is a splurge for us. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Jess, for splurging. Yes, on yes. We're celebrating. Special occasion. Special now, occasion. I've got to know. What do you think of it? Are there there these beautiful, amazing French flavors that are coming out on your palate? It is definitely a different taste than our normal bottle that we we get. I have to say, this is this is no Andre. Yeah, <laughs> it's no Andre. Really good. It's very fresh. Yes. and crisp. That's what it is. Like I can taste it, and I'm definitely like, this is a different. That's what it is. It's very fresh and crisp. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it have a good fragrant smell to it as well. Yeah, I feel like it would. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that smells good. I want that in a perfume. 
Yeah, no, it's really good. And like, even, you know, we our lovely bubbly LaMarca. Um, we, I love that. I, and I can drink that down like a whole bottle, but this is very different and I'm, I'm enjoying this yeah. a whole lot. It's tasty. I bet you both could drink a whole bottle like right now and be super happy. Yeah. We're almost done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we pretty much, we are. I should have gotten another bottle. I broke out the big glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did. Trina, so. what's in your cup? Well, guys. Or yeah, I mean, what do you what do you think of this? You're kind of uh, asking what we're thinking about this. What are you thinking about this? Well, my cup's a little different this week, guys. Oh, it, is it? If you notice, the color is a little lighter than y'all's. It's mm-hmm. not. It's definitely not from Champagne France. Um, hmm. But I'm drinking the free non-alcohol sparkling brute from California Vineyards. <gasps> But why? But why, Trina? But why? But why would anyone n- drink non-alcoholic champagne, guys? I don't know why. It's because I've, <gasps> I've been hiding a secret for about four months. <gasps> and I have about five months of, well, five and a half months of still hiding it. No, not hiding it. <laughs> there ain't no hiding this anymore. I look like I'm smuggling a small bowling ball right now. <gasps> guys, I am knocked up by producer Marshall. <gasps> No. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. You're with child? I'm with something. It's it could be another cat. I don't know. Oh my god, oh it's my totally god. a cat. It's oh totally my a cat. God. Have you told the other cats? Oh no. They're just gonna find out one day. Uh. I have had a good recommendation from a dear friend right in front of me, <clears throat> Lindsay, um, who told me I should hide uh, creepy baby dolls around my house and let the cats just, you know, get used to them. Yeah, but not regular baby dolls. Exactly. Like um, my response was why do they have to be creepy? Well, <laughs> it's more fun though. I just want you to know that I, I when I was cat sitting uh, for Trina and producer Marshall uh, last week, I tried to give the cats the um, baby talk. Oh, 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 did you? I like the did. birds and the bees. You yes. broke it to them. How they handle it? Uh, it was a lot of meow, meow, meow. Okay, <laughs> so you you told them that they're getting a baby brother or sister, or you told them this is what happens to make someone get pregnant. I told, no, I told them they were soon to have a baby brother wow. or baby sister um, while I was playing with them and waving a ribbon dancer thing in front of them. <laughs> they were very distracted. That's that's good. We're going to need all the distractions once the actual baby comes along. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I'm not yeah! up, guys. <laughs> we're so excited. Yes. So we've known for a little bit, obviously. Ob- obviously. Obviously. Lisa. We've been hiding it from you guys. Sorry, listeners. This is the announcement. You know, this Trina had to tell her family first. I know. <laughs> According to my doctor, I am allowed to have a little bit of champagne, especially when we record every other week. So I have gotten to try little sips here and there at the beginning of yeah. each episode. So you have actually heard my opinions in real life on the show. She's not just BSing you. Yeah. Um, and actually, I did get to try uh, a couple sips of this champagne from France because it, I mean, how could I not? Right. Come on. And it was delicious. Very crisp, very light, like amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad yeah. glad you brought that yes. for us to celebrate with today. And that's right. But now you are really drinking the free. I yeah. am drinking the free now because I, I definitely would like to keep, I like feeling like I'm drinking bubbly with with you guys so this is like a great alternative i can drink it i feel like i'm drinking champagne i drink it in my champagne glass yeah i found like this is the way to survive pregnancy <laughs> so far um the first time i went out to 
you know, get like margaritas with friends while I was pregnant. I basically made the waitress come to the table and bring me a margarita glass with ice, water, and limes surrounding it so that I could feel <laughs> like I was drinking a margarita when I was not. Yes. <laughs> and it instantly improved my mood. Like, yeah. instantly. It, made, it just made me feel socially like I was part of the crowd. Well, and thankfully, you're using my baby doctor. And she knows about the podcast. Mm-hmm. She yeah. even, like, while I was, you know, in labor for 18 hours, went to brunch. Didn't bring oh, me mimosa. Right. Let's not get into that. You can re-listen to the last episodes. Uh, and so she knows how important champagne is in our life. Yes. Yes. So I have gotten the okay to at least take sips when we're doing the show. Perfect. Good. So nobody worry about that, guys. Thanks, Doc. Yes. But so, it has been a lot of fun trying to surprise people yeah. with that. Yeah, we want to know all the details, and we know our listeners want to know all the details, because that's what everybody wants to know. So, uh, first of all, how did you tell producer Marshall what was up? So, or what, uh, what before was that, in? who was the first person you told? Okay, so, oh. <laughs> the first person <laughs> who found out that I was pregnant was Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, granted, first, how I found out, I, I, I realized that, that like something was amiss, obviously, and I was like, mm, I'm, I'm starting to feel like maybe I could actually be pregnant. Mm. So I went ahead and and peed on the stick and all that, you know, the gory details of that jazz, and um, it came back positive, and I was kind of in shock because I we we tried for like years, so like I, honest to God, I really didn't think it was ever going to happen. I was like, oh, I'm just paranoid, and so it came back positive, and I was like, oh, oh crap, oh this is real. <laughs> this is also 30 minutes before I was headed to Lindsay's house for Margarita Monday for her husband's yeah. birthday. Oh, yeah. snap crackle. And I just knew I was going to come in there and Lindsay was going to be like, here, have a drink. And and then if I said no, the next question was going to be, are you pregnant? <laughs> so I just immediately pulled her aside to get her, you know, on my hiding team and help like help me hide it. Because I didn't even tell Marshall. Because I was like, I knew I wanted to surprise him, but I didn't know how. I was like literally in denial, I think, for a minute there. Yeah. And... So it was good, like telling someone so that they could be like, "This is real." Yeah, right. So I told Lindsay, we came up with a plan of how to surprise Marshall the very next day. Yep. And so Lindsay, like, was just superstar, and she made me this little onesie with like long arm sleeves because baby's due in December, uh-huh. and it said, "I'm with the band." on the front of it and had baby widener written on the back oh i know it's the cutest thing in the world producer marshall is also a great drummer yes Mm -hmm. and i had to do this in my office and my husband came in 45 different times and i was like first of all he can't know before marshall and second of all he does not need to see me with the onesie because he's gonna think we're having another (laughs) baby (laughs) but of course he's a man so he didn't even realize what i was doing right so so she kept it a really good secret and like the next day i got off work like i ran to her house picked it up and then came home and had it wrapped up for marshall and i gave it to him with like a card on top of it so it was wrapped up in this thing and um the card on top of it had uh i'd actually just gotten for another reason but uh the front of the card just said uh shit just got real (gasps) (laughs) what a great card so i was like nothing was written on the inside i just like posted that right on top and i was like he was like oh yeah haha that's funny and then he opens it up and he pulls it out and he just like stared at it for a second and he just goes, no way, no <laughs> way, no way. <laughs> like kind of like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like serious. So he was super excited. And then he started asking the questions like, how long have you known? I was like, since yesterday, Lindsay's just a rock star and made this happen. <laughs> yeah. And so that the next day, like we were trying to think of ideas. We went shopping during our lunch break and like tried to find like something fun to to do it. And um, I had the greatest idea ever of Trina 
uh, putting diapers on all the cats. You, <laughs> I'm like coming in, be like, "What's going on?" And you're like, "I'm practicing." Yeah, I mean, um, I would have had to videotape that. I yeah. didn't think that that was possible within the short time span that I had with Marshall before he left for his next <laughs> road trip. So oh, that's right, he was going to be gone for a while. So she wanted to tell him because she's like, "I don't think I can keep it a secret from him, like until he gets back." Because I'm, you know, when you find out that news, you're exploding. You just mm-hmm. want to tell him. Well, and it's like, I felt like he needed to know before I told anyone else. And that literally that like he was going away for two days, coming back and then for one day and then going away to like Mississippi for the weekend for a show. But I was going to that show with some of my friends mm-hmm. and that was like a pre-planned thing all the way since the beginning of the year. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to tell them because I'm going with two of my girlfriends to this show. And we're having like a we, we had planned in advance to make a whole weekend of it. So clearly they're going to figure out really quickly that. I'm not drinking and no cleanse excuse was going to (laughs) work. You cannot get away with that. You can't get away with that. Not on a pre-planned trip like for a getaway like girls weekend. So I had to tell them and I was like, well, I have to tell Marshall before I tell anyone else or he's going to be like, how many people did you tell before me? Yeah. Just the most important. (laughs) Just our adopted daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so anyway, so I ended up telling him and then we we told those two friends that weekend because I'm like, we had to tell them early on and it was just after after that we kind of waited and decided like we weren't going to tell anyone else until we told our family i think the only other exception was you jess yeah, yeah. that's right and yeah. that's because you could not get away with uh recording this podcast and mm-hmm. not drinking well and it was funny um for <laughs> you guys know we we have this podcast that you're listening to but um we uh told jess on the podcast and recorded it uh-huh so there's there's a there's a recording from like a couple weeks back i shouldn't say a few weeks back um i feel like it was like eight months ago i feel like it was it eight months ago like too. a long time ago i don't even know how it started yeah i feel I like you've been pregnant for like three years so so, so do I. <laughs> I i can't wait to listen to it again but i just know that um some trickery was involved mm-hmm. yeah we um, played a little joke on on her to try to get her yes. to guess and yeah we tried we told her one of us was pregnant and she had to guess and she finally guessed me Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, no, she uh, oh. she did guess me, but she was torn for a minute there because yeah. you've let on a few times like that you wanted another kids. It was really funny, but we're, we should be sharing that footage here soon because that was actually pretty yeah. great. It was it was grand fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you in the past week or two, you've told your family. Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to hear. I want to hear. How'd it go? So uh, uh, as you kind of mentioned, it's been forever since I told you guys because... We couldn't get to some of our family until June. Right. And yeah. you got to tell them in person. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, um, some of Trina's family lives out of town. Like um, her oldest sister and her father live in Florida. Um, and then Marshall's mom lives in South Georgia. So it's not like they called them and said, hey, we're pregnant. Like they wanted to tell them in person. And, and you also want to make sure you get past like a certain point in your pregnancy yeah. and make sure everything's like A-OK before you share the news. Especially since you're a geriatric pregnancy. Yes, I am. Yeah. Let's, let's bring that up for a second. <laughs> I mean, bet you are. I'm an old lady having a baby for the first time. That's, yeah. that's fun times, guys. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I see why they tell people sometimes it's better in your 20s, but I think that's just because you, oh, you bounce back with energy. I think it's because you have more energy. Yeah, but otherwise I feel like I'm going into it like knowing more (laughs) yeah well and worrying more yeah (laughs) all of the above but um so the first family members we ended up telling were 
my husband's family down in Georgia. Uh-huh. So we waited until our nephew's graduation. We were already planning a trip down there. And so I was just about 12 weeks along, I think, at uh-huh. that point in time. And so perfect time to tell them and everything. So we come up with this brilliant plan to surprise them. We're driving mm-hmm. into town and... The, my mother-in-law she's like going crazy planning a bunch of food and stuff for the graduation parties that weekend so we were like we'll pick up pizza and make it super easy on you guys she's like yeah that's great so we get three pizza orders for my nephew um, my brother-in-law and then my mother-in-law and on the inside of the pizza box we put in this piece of paper like a giant piece of paper that says has a picture of our sonogram and says on there eat up my mama doesn't want to be the only one with a belly Mm-hmm. like so cute so simple cute. like yeah yeah obvious <laughs> to the point but like a little funny so we posted that on the inside of each box we show up at the house first our nephew's not there so we're like great <laughs> but tanner my brother-in-law his girlfriend was there um so stephanie she we were like there's still three people we're gonna give you each a box we're gonna pay people play pizza roulette and you have to eat whatever box you open and they were like oh okay but if i don't like it i'm not gonna eat it and they were <laughs> I was like shut up just take the box and open it so they each open a box you want to know what happens what, what? nothing <laughs> they didn't see it at all i'm not kidding you both stephanie and debbie shut their boxes and they're like i don't like that one <laughs> <laughs> And Tanner opens his box, pulls out the slice of pizza, leaves the box open, sitting right next to him. It's in clear view, but he's like facing a different way and just sits there eating the pizza. Typical, typical male. Well, just I feel like it. that's typical person with pizza. Yeah, that's true. So we should have maybe thought about that a little bit more. So we're just kind of sitting there looking at each other like, okay, what, like, what are we going to do? do? So Stephanie sees us. And so she finally like realizes something's up. So she opens the box back up in front of her, shuts it, and then looks at me and goes, so is that so? And I was just like, it is so. <laughs> so she kind of gives a look over to Tanner and he's like, Tanner, look at the box. <laughs> and like, like pointing at it, trying to give him like big eyes, like, come on, dude. So he finally looks at it and he just goes, huh, cool. And then we all look at Debbie. And we're just waiting. Debbie's my mother-in-law. We're all just waiting for her to realize. And she's over here just yammering about, man, if I eat, then I'm going to go to bed because if I eat carbs, they're going to make me tired. Oh and she's just God. like yammering on. And we're just like, Debbie, open the box. So Stephanie opens the box for her wide open, puts it right in front of her face. And she's just like, try this one. She just again says, nah, if I eat those carbs, I'm just going to go to sleep. Blah, blah, blah. Like we were like, oh my God, Debbie, read the box. Read the box. We finally say, read the box. <laughs> She reads it and she starts going through it and she's staring at it kind of like, hmm. And then she just looks up at us, puts her hands on her hips and she goes, are you guys making a fat joke about me? Oh my God. <laughs> Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> she reads, darn it, Mama Debbie. doesn't want to get a belly. Uh, Completely skips over this big sonogram picture. Well, and thanks for making a fat joke about her. Until this point, she's been the mama. She has been. And I, so, and this will explain it in a second because then when we were like, Debbie, oh my God, did you look at it? She finally looks at it, really reads it and takes it in. She gets silent for a second. She's like, got this, oh my God, look on her face. <laughs> and finally she kind of says, oh my God. And then she just goes, I just given up hope on you guys. <laughs> no. It was just like, oh my God, I'm so glad we didn't record this. But at the same time, I was like, man, if we had recorded this, this would have been like one of those epic YouTube fails. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. so yeah. funny. Which we watched a ton of to get ready for everything. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so man. yeah, that was not exactly how we planned it, but no. it came out with a great story regardless. And they're all really excited that we're having a baby now. <laughs> Yay. 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 So that was story number one. Uh-huh. Okay. So that was Marshall's mom and brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then this weekend, we finally made it to Florida. So now I'm I'm about 16 weeks right now. So I finally started popping out like about a week or two ago. So yeah. we were like, well, this is going to make it easy to tell them because they're going to be able to see it or they're yeah. going to think that I've just gained some weird, <laughs> weird positioned weight. Right. Yeah. So I went and bought like my first two pregnancy shirts that are like, obviously you're pregnant kind of shirts they have little like baby feet on the belly oh one of them said preggers across the top oh and the other one said hashtag mom life so so first thing was to tell my dad he was picking us up from the airport so we made this sign that said happy birthday grandpa on it because his birthday had just passed and he usually goes by papa ron so but we wrote grandpa on it to kind of throw him off a little bit yeah and then if you flip the sign over, it said surprise and had three arrows that were just pointing down to my belly. Oh, so he pulls up at the airport. He's like inside his truck. Someone literally like, again, this is how things end up not working out for you. We're, we're standing at the end of the airport, you know, where someone's coming to pick you up outside of baggage claim. We go to the very end. We're like, perfect. No one else is there. He can pull right up. He'll get out of the car. I'll have the sign cover my belly and then I'll flip it up. And then, yay, he's going to know. Yeah. Like, right as soon as we see his truck pulling up, some woman steps right in front of us. She sees we're carrying a sign and we're, like, trying to wave someone in. Steps right in front of us. And literally, the car in front of him was her ride. Oh, my God. And so, he was not able to pull into the first lane. He had to stay in the second lane and therefore had to stay in his truck. <gasps> what Please is- tell me that you pushed her in front of traffic. Uh, well, no. What? <laughs> What did I see you next Tuesday? <laughs> we were very, very like not happy with her. But we were like, okay, well, we've got to do it because if I start walking and going to unload something in the car, he's going to see. So, because I've got preggers written across my right, shirt. Right, right, right. So we still just went ahead and did it. Marshall tried videotaping it with his tent on his his truck. You can't really see, see his reaction, but you can see his face in there when he just kind of goes, whoa, you know, <laughs> or like, yay. Um, so you can see he kind of is like shocked. Yeah. But, so we did the same thing with like the sign. And then went out to the truck and he was just like, how exciting. We did the same thing to Phyllis when we got to their house. And Phyllis is my stepmom. She listens to the podcast a lot, too. And so we got to the house and she was out walking the dog and came up. And I was like, hey, look at the sign that we made for, for dad for his birthday. And she read it. And then I flipped it up. And then she kind of, I actually did get to see her reaction. She was like, wait, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where did that come from? Because <laughs> she saw the belly and was like, whoa. <laughs> She's like, you've been hiding a very big secret for a month. So I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been about 16 weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. What about your oldest sister, Layla Lila? So, two days later after that, um, she knew I was in town. So, she was going to come pick me and Marshall up. She's like the best sister in the world because she came to pick us up from my dad's office at like 5 30 in the morning on like a Friday morning because we rode in with him. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> While he went to work, she came in to pick us up. And we had like these two days planned of like hanging out with her and her husband, Derek. So, first of all, I've got to tell you this. So, she's been telling people, and we found this out like the day before, she'd been telling. <laughs> people that she was going to pick up her sister and brother-in-law from jail i'm sorry what (laughs) yeah yeah so my dad is a corrections officer so he works at like the orange county prison or jail there and yeah so she had been telling people for like a week like oh yeah i'm so excited to see my sister this week i just got to go pick her up from jail on a friday morning (laughs) and (laughs) casually slipping that into conversation yeah (laughs) and all of her friends who've met you were not surprised yeah probably not yeah (laughs) i mean it was super hilarious especially then she probably afterwards it's that she can say i picked up my knocked up sister from jail (laughs) (laughs) Even better. (laughs) Even better. 
Okay, so how did you like surprise her? So my dad got in on it, and when he dropped us off, he got out of the car first while Marshall and I were trying to get out of the car. And I'm wearing like a hoodie over my shirt, kind of hide everything. And she gets out of the car, and he goes, "All right, I got all three of them here safely for you." And the look on her face was just kind of like, "All three of them? Like, who, who else did they bring?" Like, they probably it, thought, "Oh, where's Lindsay?" Probably she probably no expected doubt. you to like jump out of like the back <laughs> no of the car and be like, that. "Surprise, I'm here." <laughs> I would have been in the jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she was kind of looking around, I think, waiting for someone to pop out. She sees Marshall, gives him a hug, sees me, gives me a hug, and then I step back and like open my hoodie and like show her my shirt. And I've got the mom life shirt on, and it's got these big gold baby feet right on the belly. Aww. And she just was like, "Oh my god!" And then hugs me again, and then immediately starts crying. <laughs> it was the sweetest thing ever i love it just absolutely it's loved it amazing oh my gosh so. okay so what about nina this is your older sister but she's like the middle sister nina coming to work club i don't know what you that said that which so was almost right but that's really. her middle name <laughs> okay so they they live here obviously so it's been a lot harder to hide it but yeah we've been trying to keep our distance a little bit and then also like covering me with like baggier clothes in the last few weeks yeah but we want to tell the family in Florida first since like they don't really get to experience everything with sure. throughout the whole pregnancy as much. So we went out to brunch with them right after we got back from Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, while we were sitting there, I was like, oh, yes. I was telling them about the whole trip and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, good news. Layla's coming to visit in October. And they were like, oh, really? Like, awesome. What for? And I was like, for our baby shower. <gasps> and they were like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. Of course, like it got really exciting really, really quickly oh. with them too. But I've, that's been my favorite thing. It's like slowly sliding into to conversation with people and just like surprise like just randomly dropping in conversation oh like, yeah man my back's been getting sore from all that weight i've been getting but it's only gonna get worse over the next six months <laughs> <laughs> so so you definitely recommend even though it's been kind of like crazy and things have been kind of going wrong and you definitely recommend just telling people in person or randomly and doing things like that I do like i've enjoyed this process like it was a lot to hide for a very long yeah. time but the payoff of telling them in person was so worth it. It was also fun that we stayed up till late at night, like a couple different nights. I looked at YouTube fails of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, pregnancy announcements and gender reveals. Yes. So I've gotten lots of ideas for gender reveals. Okay. So and you're going to do one? Yes. But um, I refuse to do anything that ha- involves a box hanging over my head. No. Like, I feel like 90% of the fails is like a box is hanging over your head. You pull the cord and it's going to hit the pregnant person smack dab in the face. Okay. So when are we going to know? I need to know. We will find out what we're having. Cat, boy, or girl. (laughs) Meow, meow, meow. Sometime in the beginning of August. But you can know now if you go get a 4D scan. I could, but we're going to wait for Marshall's birthday. I'm sorry. What's a 4D scan? It's like where the baby looks like a real alien. Yeah. But they can tell the gender at 15 weeks. Is it going to burst out of Trina's stomach like the movie Alien? Maybe. I mean, it looks like that. Have you ever seen a 4D ultrasound picture? Yeah. I've seen the movie Alien. It's very it's similar. It's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very similar. Exactly the same. I, I just like how people are always like, isn't this really, really cute of my baby? And I'm like, it's sure. I know this. I know. People are going to do that to me afterwards. They're going to be like, oh, so cute. And be like, I'm, no, it's, it's, it really looks, looks like, like a globby glob. alien. I'm, I'm sorry. Here, Here's the third podcast. Third podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How's that champagne treating you? Oh, my God. The champagne <laughs> from Champagne France is delightful. Here's the <laughs> third <laughs> Here's the third podcast. Podcast. <laughs> like That's a new term. <laughs> here's the third host who is not pregnant at all that 
or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, what's in this in this scan thing? Do you see the genitalia? Like what goes on? So after a certain amount of weeks, you can do like an anatomy scan, and it yeah, like, they oh. do that at twenty weeks regardless. Yeah, so that's a scientific term. Uh, <laughs> so. But so when Jay and I did the four D scan at fifteen weeks, because I just had to know as soon as possible. Okay, and so we we're like, don't tell us because we're gonna have you put in an envelope or whatever. And of course, Jay and I, you know, we're both have dogs, and we're like, obviously, <laughs> we're gonna be able to tell. And so after like five minutes, we're like, what are we looking at? What it's just is a blob. <laughs> and so we're like, can you tell? She's like, oh, yeah. And you within like the first five seconds. So we're like, oh. well, is that the head? Is that the foot? Is, is that, that a butt? Is that the tail? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so um, so they can tell really soon. Little known fact, there is a tail in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and I have an app that tells me that. And I was like, wait, our kid has a tail? Yes. <laughs> and or sometimes tadpoles. it doesn't mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. So devil tail. Also, I've learned so many things in the last 16 weeks. It's been crazy. I know. So. So I have been getting baby fever thanks to you. I want <laughs> nine more babies. Nine more. But I also Google every other day how to fake a coma. So I'm kind of that's where I am right now <laughs> in that process. <laughs> Two of those things. <laughs> One, I want more sleep, and then I want a baby where I don't get any sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I have something for you. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, while you're getting that out, I have to actually tell you this real quick because okay. of her, what did you say? Pod, podcast? P- pod coast. <laughs> Phyllis, after I first told her, now Phyllis is an avid listener of our podcast. Yeah. And we love, love, love Phyllis. She, <laughs> she said after I surprised her and told her, she was like, well, I have noticed that you've been talking a little bit more clearly and a little bit more often towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, gotta play up this drunk thing a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So how how interesting. I thought that was funny and she was like, but it it didn't dawn on her that I'd be pregnant. She was just like, huh, well, maybe they're just not drinking as much. (laughs) Yeah, well, Well, I haven't been. They have been. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. Uh, This pod coast. (laughs) Pod coast. I like that. That's a new term. We're copywriting him. Yes. Okay, so this is not really for you and it's not really from me. It's actually to Marshall from my husband, Jay. Okay. So a friend of ours started this tradition where the dad gives another dad a book. Mm-hmm. So this is to Marshall. And I'm going to let you look at it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, guys. It says in big letters on it, dude, you're going to be a dad. <laughs> and then small title underneath how to get both of you through the next nine months. And it's got a bunch of little sperms swimming into an egg. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> the front page, the front, you write in there, he'll need to sign his name and the year he became a dad. And then he can give it to somebody else. Oh, that's oh. super exciting. That's yeah. so sweet. I love this. So it's got to be a new dad each time, right? Yes. Uh huh. Nice. I like that. Both the previous fathers wrote their name, new dad, and then the year that they had the baby. I like that. That's yes. super exciting. So then now this is from 2017, 2018. It'll be 2019. Yes. Yes. Who's gonna get knocked up in 2020? <clears throat> Just oh, I will, but I won't. It won't be you. <laughs> yeah, when it, it ain't me, babe. My, my next <laughs> baby is gonna be due in October 2020. In October 2020. Yes. All right. We're holding you to that prediction. Yes. Oh, trust me. I mean, we we have to at least have one pregnancy a year. I think that's our, our minimum quota. <laughs> it seems yeah. to be the tradition right now. Out either be pregnant or in a coma. <laughs> one of those two things. So are, have has anyone said anything to you that's been interesting or given you any weird advice? I've had a little bit of all of that. Almost immediately people ask, what are you going to do with your cats? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they do. Like go back to Satan, people. Go back to Satan. Yeah, 
like i'm like i mean well clearly obviously we're going to toss them all out on the streets Ma- like duh no well, first of all you need babysitters i know right i mean meow 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 meow, meow. So many. <laughs> yeah no i've gotten that a lot and i'm like wow do people like really start hating their pets which i've actually had two moms say that they're like you love your animals until you have a, a child and then you don't like your animals anymore oh my beloved lancelot who i've had since 2007 now lives with my grandparents so there's there's another oh, one that's okay going with can that. i can i just say i grew up with cats mm-hmm. uh, my mom had a cat before i came home from the hospital and i think they brought home like a blanket of mine from the hospital and yep. they handed it or they didn't hand it to the cat <laughs> <laughs> um but they like passed it in front of the cat's nose to sniff nipple and he sniffed it and it was fine and everything was good i followed that cat around for the first two or three years of my life i yanked that cat's tail we were fine we were biffles mm-hmm. You do have to bring a blanket home. Now, the hospital yes. say you can't take this blanket. Oh. But when they're not looking, I mean, it's got all your crap on it. Yeah. You just put it in your bag. You tell that <laughs> hospital to to fork it off. <laughs> yeah, because we got to get this home to the cats so they can sniff it. You tell that hospital that we have lots of cat friends at home and fork it off and we need that blanket. So that's been like the like number one go-to question is, yeah. what are you going to do with your cats? And I'm like, clearly, we're going to keep them. But we have actually, we did think in advance, they do need an extra space so we've been working on building a catio for them so that they will have additional space that's kind of like their own space and funny enough we started on that before we found out we were pregnant but they're gonna have their own little space we're working on like a whole plant so that they'll have their own spaces before the cat er, the cat comes wow wow <laughs> before the it baby comes another cat. <laughs> it is a cat before the baby comes oh and my god what if you have yeah. a litter I've, i already have a litter <laughs> what? what what would you do though if at the gender reveal you were surprised you were like surprise everyone meow meow yeah oh my gosh <laughs> you have to totally psych everyone out with oh, that yeah i'm gonna oh <laughs> now it's gonna Wait, happen <laughs> please make that part of the gender reveal before uh-huh. you like announce whatever if it's mm-hmm. a boy or girl please say everyone <gasps> surprise it's a cat yeah <laughs> so we're just joking but um yeah i've gotten some very interesting questions from yeah. people right off the bat the cat one definitely surprised me because i didn't expect that at first I have a question. Yes. Do you prefer a vaginal birth? Oh, wait. I have gotten that. Wow. I have actually. No, you haven't. Well, I, not necessarily vaginal birth. I've been asked, uh, are you going to take the drugs or are you going to go natural? Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, we People don't. People ask you that question? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Early on. Uh-huh. So I've gotten that. And I mean, I, I say I've got a, lot, a strong pain tolerance. and I do think I do. So I'm going to try to go as long as I can. Yeah. But I'm all for the drugs if possible. Yeah. I've also been asked, are you going to do a home birth? And I'm like, do you what? know me? Like, no. no. I, I took out my bathtub. I've only got a shower. Are the yes, cats like, going to deliver the baby? <laughs> the cats are going to help me deliver the baby while in the shower. <laughs> Come on, guys. Think about this. <laughs> well, Trina and baby, mm-hmm. you're in luck because I have some pregnancy facts. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. I have oh, looked up just for you. Let's see how well you can get through them after all of the champagne you've yes, um, <laughs> I'm a pod coast. Pod coast. Okay. Coast to coast. So there's only one scientific method that has been proven into legitimately bringing on labor. Can you guess what that is? Scientific method? Yeah. Besides like Pitocin and all those drugs they give you. But like a natural way? Yeah, natural way. Um, Running a mile? <laughs> Nipple stimulation. <laughs> What? Yeah. My next guess would have been sex just because I've heard people say that before. Like, go get it on so you can get your baby out. Yeah, that does help, like, uh, your contractions. But as far as, like, getting... 
like bringing on the labor. You got to so, tweak them nips. So foreplay. Wow. Okay. So good to know. So I can yeah. get the baby out when I'm like at like 38 weeks. I'm like, get out of me. Yeah. But at that point, like your nipples smell like spoiled milk. So good luck with that. Oh, fun times. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what is the longest human pregnancy? Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I feel like this is going to surprise me, but I'm going to go like way overboard and be like someone probably lasted until like 12 months and they were they had like a 12 pound or 14 pound child. 42 weeks. One year and 10 days. One year and 10 days. So, oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like almost 12 and a half months. Like, that's crazy. How big was the baby? I don't read that far. I feel like it, it definitely had to been like also coincidentally the largest baby and came out 20 pounds. That was yeah. an overcooked baby. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, so um, a woman's uterus goes from a peach to a watermelon, which is more than 500 times its normal size. My app told me that, and I just, I, I prefer to live in denial. So I, <laughs> I, I closed it really quickly, and I was like, I there's some things you don't want to know. <laughs> Jess is choking on her champagne. Dear listeners, <laughs> don't drink your, your sip of champagne right when your co-hosts read that fact. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You might choke a little. Or you might choke a little bit on that. I hope you're all learning a lot right yeah. now, guys. I'm yeah. learning a I lot. I am. Doesn't your fiance want kids? Yep. We wanted want to start a family. I just wasn't, I didn't know these facts. You're you're drink you're a welcome. little bit more and you'll forget about these things by the time you're ready. Why didn't I buy another $40 bottle of champagne? Know. I sure do wish I had. <laughs> Text him and be like, I'm going to need that right now. Continue. Write me out. Write me out. Write me out. Okay, so humans are the only mammals to not routinely ingest their placenta. Ew. <laughs> and do you know what placenta means in Latin? No. Cake. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. We're eating cake right now. <laughs> You're ruining the cake we have. <laughs> That's placenta. <laughs> dear, I saved mine just for you guys. Stop. Dear listeners, <laughs> in order to celebrate this momentous occasion, to go along with our champagne from Champagne France, we're eating a single serve a strawberry Duncan Hines cake with rainbow chip rainbow, <laughs> rainbow chip. chip frosting it's really delicious but it's not placenta not placenta <laughs> all oh right my god okay last but not least okay. oh god please help um during birth hmm. if you give like a vaginal birth uh-huh um your pelvic bone will separate but don't worry it doesn't break it just separates and it will never attach again i feel like that's not normal why why, <laughs> why do people do this multiple times why do you want to do this again because <laughs> I mean, really. it's amazing but is it i've always i've like i've even witnessed it i'm always i've always thought like it's very alien i was like but cool i might go through that once yeah well, here i am i can't take it back now i'm gonna go through it once but hooey uh so have you decided who's going to be in the room besides me and Marshall? Oh, just me and Marshall. <laughs> and me. Just me and Marshall. I'm filming. Just me and Marshall. You nope. can hang out in the, the waiting room with like the family. Nope. No? Good luck with that. You got a live broadcast from it? <laughs> I will literally find a suit, <clears throat> like a costume, like the nurse's costume and go in there and you won't Sneak even know in. who I am. <laughs> Are you going to ER this business? Yeah. You're going to want me there, I promise. I'm going to need some entertainment. I have pushing. been there. I have seen everything. <laughs> like you're going to mm -hmm. want me there. I'll be in a bar toasting you somewhere. Thank you. Just bring me a bottle of champagne afterwards. Sure will. <laughs> Done. Well, all right, guys, if you have any suggestions or like advice for Trina during this pregnancy, 
let us know. Um, and we do actually have uh, one more pregnancy announcement. <gasps> what? Are you surprising us, Jess? No. I'll say you're really <laughs> drunk right now. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> B, I just acted. Well, no, I didn't act. I am horrified, but I'll let it bite. <laughs> Lindsay just gave. So you're saying one of our listeners is about to be equally horrified? Yes. By all of this? Yes. <gasps> okay. Glitter Glasses Journey, a.k.a. Lizzie, who is one of my dearest uh, friends from childhood. We've been like biffle friends since we were like four or five um so she's been listening to this podcast since pretty much the very beginning um so she is uh pregnant right now too Ooh, yay! yay congratulations um, do we know how far along she is uh pretty much the same as trina <gasps> oh my god what if the baby is the same daddy well it doesn't <laughs> no, it doesn't it doesn't no actually so she and i messaged recently online when she sent us a message about it we are about 10 days apart i think i'm uh due around december 13th and she's due around december 23rd okay yes. uh, it's weird that you don't know that no so <laughs> it's so she's she's in the, her second trimester i think i don't think she had the best first uh trimester um but so she's uh she has not done a public announcement yet so she's actually wanting us to do her first public yeah! announcement right now on the podcast well, congratulations Lizzie! Lizzie. Yay! yay Lizzie! yay with marshall's baby no no no, <laughs> no that's with miles's baby i was gonna say now her husband does have an m name oh miles, miles. miles. <laughs> um and i just want to say i think it's really kind of funny Aww. um but i uh, i found out trina was pregnant uh, the same night that I found out that Lizzie was pregnant. Oh my, oh god. my god, that's funny. Um, I bet Lizzie will let me in the room while she gives vaginal birth. <laughs> I don't you just want to say vaginal, don't you? What? <laughs> over and over again. Um, but we love you, Lizzie, aka Glittery Losses Journey. Yeah. And thank you for being a listener. And I just think it's a great like time. I like she literally texted me like a week ago and was like, Hey, can you guys like announce? Like, I'm gonna message you and can you please announce Oh, this? that's so exciting. And then we just were talking about like doing Trina's and I was like, Oh my god, this is so fortuitous. Like we're gonna do it all at once. Um and so this is so exciting. Oh my god. Well, I hope that she has had fun telling all of her family and friends. It's been, I saw like a little cryptic message she posted online. She's also got a new puppy and I, I like loved that. Oh, I thought that was oh. the cutest. So that was my favorite because they went camping and she was pretty much with the, their adorable puppy that they have that they, they just got pretty recently. And she was she did you're right they did a very cryptic message with the puppy and they were pretty much like baby's first camping trip. And so I'm sure many people thought it was like babies, like the puppies first came in trip, but I saw it and was, I was like, oh my God, they really mean like babies first came in So yeah. So anyway, yay, Lizzie. Yay. Yeah. Congratulations. We're so We're excited. So excited. <laughs> All righty. Time for our summer series. Fun bucket list things to do yeah, from right. our summer bucket list. So we're going right. to do a little short uh, segment here since a lot of it had to do with babies, making babies, how to make them, how you do it, birds and bees. 
Uh, so we're just gonna, you know, kind of touch on um, outdoor concerts. Yes, that's right. That was on our summer bucket list. If you haven't checked it out, you should go check out our website at thechampagneway.com and get your own copy of the Champagne Way summer bucket list. And one of the things on it is outdoor concerts because everyone should go to an outdoor concert during the summertime. Absolutely. Yeah. So in Nashville, we have Ascent Amphitheater and then they have some free concerts on Thursday nights like at this big greenway. Um, yeah. yeah, and out at the riverfront. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would look up in your town what's coming up. I know my hometown's really small, but every like August, September, they do this big festival out on the river. So there's probably something very close to you that's outside and fun and very summery. There's also anytime there's like a little festival in town or like a craft fair outside, they usually have little stages where you can mm-hmm. catch some, exactly. you know, small acoustic local performers oh. on stage. Uh, as she mentioned, in Nashville, we also have an outdoor series called Musician's Corner. Oh. And that's free over in Centennial Park. You can also look up and see if... There's like an outdoor symphony happening because, again, big cities have some some of those things. You can always look up your closest city and maybe make a weekend of it and go do like a two hour road trip and see a show there. Yeah. So lots of free stuff, you know, lots of paid stuff. So, uh, you know, when we're talking about our bigger theaters in Nashville, we have Ascend. Uh, we used to have Starwood. <laughs> For those uh, of you who know. Rip. Anyway, you've got Yeah, I know. You got your uh it's all outside. There's no inside, so you're you're stuck. But you know, you've got your grass seats where you sit wherever, or you have your uh stadium seats that are like closer in your normal concert seats. So what do you think? Do you think you should splurge on those nicer seats or do you think it's it's more fun out in the grass? I'm hit and miss on that. Like it depends on the show. Okay. I've definitely sat in the seats at Ascend before up towards the front and it was a lot of fun but you're a little bit more compact in there because Mm. everyone's like kind of scrunched together you have your exact seat that you have to sit into which out on the grass you have a lot more room to like roam around if it's like a band that you want to if you've seen them a few times or something, I'd say go grassy seat. You can dance around. You can move around if you're going with a large group of friends. So much easier to coordinate that. So yeah. I recommend grassy seats usually over the regular seats, depending on your group size. And also, like, if it's your first time or second or third time you've seen this group. Yeah. Or if it's a multi-band show. Oh. Yes. that I, I'm always down for the grass seats. I went uh, last year to Ascend and saw it was, I think, Benfolds and Cake. And I think it was maybe the Pixies or someone else. And the grass seats were perfect. And especially, uh, I think Weezer came out. They had like a a boat thing for some of their Ooh. songs. Like, you know, Island in the Sun mm-hmm. and uh, some of their other songs. And they, they did like a thing where they came out more. Um, and so like for the grass seats, I feel like for some of those songs, which I, I cared about more, I, you could see them better for the grass seats. Oh, yeah. I just always enjoy the grass seats a little bit more. Now, for grass seats, do you usually bring a blanket? or do you bring chairs? I think that depends actually on the stadium rules. Oh. And I think it's very important that you read up on your stadium rules before you go or else you're going to be disappointed because I know that Ascend, you can't, just sometimes bring in your random seats. Sometimes you you actually have to rent your seats. Oh. Yes, that's a new thing ever. Ascend. The first few times yes. I went there, you were able to bring in chairs, but they had restrictions on what kind of chairs. Uh-huh. Or you could bring a blanket and that was it. Well, they've recently started renting like they the rent low the profile seat chairs. And actually that's really nice because you don't have to carry it with you standing in line. But, yeah. And I think it's like two for fifteen dollars. So it's not super expensive. And everybody can see that see over them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's nice. 
yeah it's much nicer or you can always bring a waterproof blanket set it on the ground and just kind of lay out and you're fine so i am always gonna be pro grass because um i don't know if you guys know this but i'm a social drunk <laughs> no you don't, yeah. say. you don't say and i like to go up to different groups and talk to them it really annoys my husband now i'm understanding at this particular second why he doesn't take me to concert anyway um, so yeah, so that, you know, if you're like in the seats, people get annoyed that you're like climbing all over them trying to talk mm-hmm. to them. So, well, uh, so I have to tell you about the last outdoor show we went to at Ascend. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshall and I went just two of us. We go rent our seats. We go sit in the grass. Is this the night you got pregnant? No. Oh. <laughs> but we go sit in the grass and uh, put our seats up. We decided to stay in the back. I think it was to see Jason Mraz and I'd seen him multiple times, but we were like, this first time in the amphitheater, let's, let's just sit yeah. a little further back and just chill. So we sit down, get our chairs out and this group in front of us, there's like a blanket out mm-hmm. and they had a couple chairs and stuff. Well, these two guys just like walk down there and they like go pull out the chairs and like set it on the ground and they're standing up kind of in front of us. And oh. so Marshall just yelled really loudly, sit down in front. And you could see the guy tense up, like turn around. And Marshall's not super confrontational. And I'm kind of giggling about this a little bit. And you can see all the people <laughs> around us, though, are like staring like, oh, my God. Like, shirt's about to go down. Like, this is like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was too aggressive. And you see the guy in front of us, like I said, tense up, kind of muscle up and turn around. And then he goes, Marshall! And like, gives, <laughs> <laughs> they run up and give each other big hugs. It was someone we recognized and knew. Oh. But it was just really funny because, like, I didn't know Marshall was going to yell that at him to be funny. Yeah. So it was kind of sh- shocked me. I kind of looked at him like, whoa. What? But then literally everyone around us stopped and looked like, oh, my God, these two are about to fight. Oh, <laughs> no. So when they saw each other, just be like, oh, buddy, and like give each other hugs. It was like the best thing ever. But like and the guys that were sitting next to us, like this older couple was like, oh, my God. So everybody, everybody was like, oh, he's <laughs> so a Jason really, Raz concert. It wasn't I mean, like a heavy metal corn concert yeah, or something. Yeah, they were like, whoa, that was a bit aggressive, dude. Like, uh, you you were like really loud when you yelled that at him. <laughs> like, okay. It was so funny. So let's get on to it. So what are some tips for outdoor concerts or festivals? Well, one, look up the rules. Look up the rules okay. immediately. I mean, the chairs, the umbrellas, I think Ascend is not a lot. Like, I mean, I, we're just we're just talking about yeah. Ascend, which is our local big amphitheater. But like, I know I'm pretty sure they don't allow umbrellas. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm, I'm sure if you're if you're going to wherever your local amphitheater is in terms of like the weather, like if you think it's going to like um, storm or anything like that, or maybe have some rain or drizzle instead of packing your umbrella, you might want to pack a poncho or a waterproof raincoat. Also look into if you can bring in water. Because mm-hmm. yes. a lot of times, especially, I mean, most of them are during the summer, so it's going to be really hot. You need to stay hydrated. You don't want to pay $84 for a bottle of water. They might let you bring in an unopened bottle uh-huh. and limit it on the ounces and stuff. Right. If you can't find the rules, it's always best to kind of follow the stadium rules for the NFL because they're probably the most strict at this point. Right. And it's just kind of best to think about you'd rather go with what that says instead yeah. of having to turn around and like walk back to your car that might be three miles away. Right. Or, you know, if you took a lift or a ride share into town, you might not even have the option to go throw something back in your vehicle. Yeah. Right. So that's like your your bag, right? Like mm-hmm. what do you want to take in your little clutch bag or a clear bag or something like yeah. that? I'm pretty sure there the stadium rules for NHL is like it has to be a clear bag. It ha- can't be any more than like the size of like a clutch or a wallet. That's the best thing to, to invest in. If you see yeah. it on sale, buy it. Pay attention to what you're putting in it. Obviously, no knives, no guns, things like that. They're probably Obviously. not going to let you have in right. a public area. But 
but yeah, following the rules and like finding those in advance is the best thing to do. So and it sometimes it will depend on where you're going, like your if you're going to like an amphitheater thing, sometimes it will depend on the event, like the people who are throwing the event. Sometimes they'll have kind of different roles and things. Yeah. So yeah, definitely uh Look that up and find that out. If it's during the day, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Always bring a hat, extra hair ties. Yeah. And dress lightly, Mm -hmm. um, especially during the summer. If you can find like at the dollar store in the travel section um, at like Walmart or something, little spray bottles. So you can get like empty spray bottles that are usually used for like traveling and just fill them with water. Or if you have water bottles, you can keep refilling them because misting that on you in the hot sun is so wonderful. Oh, for sure. So Trina, do you remember a couple years ago we went to CMA and I had canned air? Yeah. I don't so that came in some fancy box but it was cold it was like aerosol air talk about the Evian yes yes it was Evian spray air I took Evian sprayed air to Europe with me in like 2000 like the mid 2000s that ish is amazing it's Mm -hmm. life-changing yeah so finding out if you can bring that kind of stuff with you is always helpful if you can bring that the aerosol stuff and if you can I think you can get this like canned aerosol Evian at places uh, like Alta and places like that it's a life changer. really oh. is. Yeah. See, I think you introduced me to that and I forgot about it. So now I'm kind of wishing I had it this year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will probably stock up for that for the 4th of July because Ooh. that is coming up. Yeah. yeah. The 4th of July is very soon. Right around the corner. And if you have a big festival in your town around that time, they probably have some live music as well that's free going on. Yeah. Of course, Nashville, we have tons of access to oh, yeah. great people. So we always have wonderful outdoor concerts that last all day. But it is an all day event. Yeah. Although you don't have to necessarily follow a bunch of stadium rules and things like that. You do have to get down to the riverfront really early, find a spot. You're committing to like 12 hours in the yeah. sun almost uh-huh. sunscreen water umbrellas uh blankets snacks for the kids you can actually bring coolers for that so that's actually really nice yeah but you have to again make sure that you don't bring glass bottles there's city rules that also have to go yeah. into effect here R- right and like in boston if you wanted a really close spot for for the boston pops down at the band shell um, you'd have to get down there pretty early. But like if you wanted to wait a little bit later, you could, you know, not get so close. So you you just have to like pay attention, you read up on what's going on and that kind of thing. Yeah. My favorite part of 4th of July is always the fireworks. Yeah. And now we've done the downtown Nashville fireworks show multiple times. We've gotten really lucky in the past. Yeah. We've gotten on several rooftops. Oh, um, yeah. One time, I think we've definitely gone with Lindsay down there and, and got access to someone's uh, yes. like, rooftop party. and That was fun. It was so much yeah. fun. So we've, uh, we've done that so many times. So now we're kind of in the zone where we don't necessarily like to sit in traffic for four right. hours afterwards. So we stick to a little bit more of the local fireworks which is really nice because it's you still get the big show but without as much of the traffic oh yeah which is always nice and again bringing your own blanket and cooler and all that we kind of enjoyed that just sitting back relaxing pulling out our chairs and enjoying a nice little drink while we're watching the fireworks now for those of you with pets at home oh yeah yes jess you got some pointers for them since most animals absolutely hate 
the fireworks. And they do. Okay, look. So your pets don't like fireworks. Nope. Um, and actually, I've read multiple articles that say um, a lot of times shelters are most crowded the day after uh, the 4th of July because so many pets run away or get lost um, the day after the 4th because they're so... Aww. I mean, they get so anxious and everything. Do they the know fourth. they can climb on Trina's belly? <laughs> I mean, you mm. you know, I don't know about that. We did find a dog actually when I lived in Florida, still in um, your belly? on New Year's Eve. Oh, uh, it got scared from fireworks and mm-hmm. it was hiding under the stairwell outside of our apartment. And so we brought it inside of our apartment. And we kept it yeah. for a day until we found the owners. Yeah. No, it's true. Okay, yeah. So here it is. According to PetAmberAlert.com, so I guess there's an Amber Alert for your pets. Um, more pets go missing around the 4th than any other time of year. Um, and it's because they they get scared. Their ears are very sensitive. They, I mean, they just get yeah. really scared. So what what can we do to keep them safe? Uh, we put little things in their ears. Earmuffs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you Pup- could you could earmuff them. Earmuffs. I would say number one thing probably on the list has got to be keep them indoors. Yes. That is actually the number one tip. Keep mm-hmm. them at home. So if you have cats who you normally let roam around, if you have dogs that you keep outside... Keep them in the house. Like, mm-hmm. don't take your cat on a leash to the fireworks show. No. no. And and that is another thing that I've read in multiple articles. If you feel like you want to go to the fireworks show, okay, but don't take your dog there. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I just say? That should be common sense, I feel like. Duh. Yes. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> uh, duh. The ideal place for an anxious dog or a cat is indoors in a familiar place with you. If you're headed to your neighbor's house for the holiday, be sure to leave your pet at home in a familiar place. Uh, let them have access to their favorite safe spot. So if that's a crate or just a familiar like room, do that. Create an ambient noise. So oh. so give them like a white noise machine. Or TV. Oh. Or a TV. Exactly. Yep. That's what it is. If they're used to a TV, give them a comforting noise. Don't leave it on the local news channel because they will just show the they fireworks, show the fireworks. Uh, on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Put on the office. Yeah. Put it on the office. Put it on if there's a Netflix show or I'm sure I'm sure like the Animal Planet or cool. something will have some kind of comforting pet noise. Maybe let them have a dance party and just turn on the radio to like yeah. local pop hits. Uh, yeah. Just feel like that would probably uh, drown out a lot of the noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a thunder shirt. I was about to say, would that work for fireworks as well? Yeah. If there you have a thunder shirt, it's like swaddling a baby that provides a constant gentle pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you have that and make sure, um, you know, you, you try that out. There's also, especially for, this is good for cats since usually you can't thunder shirt your cats, but they say if you do blackout curtains, that can often help your cats. Oh, that's a good idea. Cause I don't ever think to necessarily shut our curtains, but we do usually leave on like noise for them. And of course they're all indoors right. during something like that. I definitely wouldn't let them outside for, for something like that. That, that freaked them out. Right. Um, And then this one is very important just in case anything happens. Uh, Make sure all your pets are microchipped up to date or they have their ID tags on. That's actually how we ended up finding the owners of the dog from New Year's Eve when I lived in Florida was it had tags on it. So we were able to track down like who the owner was and get the dog back to them on New Year's Day. 
Um, and then I think this is also, um, this is kind of a random one, but I feel like it's very important in our day and age with all of our very kind of holistic treatments that we have both for humans and pets. Um, lots of people kind of use essential oils to take care of human anxieties and they they do it for pet anxieties too. So this is just a friendly reminder to be careful with any essential oils that you might use to calm your dogs down or your cats down. And it just says be careful because even when diffused, essential oils can be harmful to household dogs and cats. Cool. Well, that's a neat one. I actually, so my sister recently informed me of a neat playlist that you can get on uh, access to on Amazon. Um, I think you can do it on Spotify or any of those streaming services, but you should look up cat calming music or dog calming music or dog calming playlist, cat calming playlist. Oh, there are actually playlists out there that have like classical music that you can turn up nice and loud and it might play Pockbell Cannon over and over and over again. But apparently they can also like in the background add like these certain frequencies that help calm the animals down. Oh. So that's something to look into and maybe test out before the holiday because that could be a great way to keep your animals calm. Oh, and that's our I podcast too. Like we talk at a frequency that calms animals animals of all sorts raccoons Absolutely. you know beavers right and this unicorns is, this is not just for your your cats and dogs because rabbits and stuff can get really uh scared by fireworks too so absolutely i feel like this can be common for all of them and if you don't like fireworks or any crowds either you should stay home with your pets and watch the marathon of independence day because you know that movie will be playing over and oh over. yeah i do good. love watching that around the fourth of july that's it. And that's the other thing. You can yeah. usually catch the news and watch fireworks on TV. Exactly. So you don't have to go out to see them. Truth. Truth. Happy 4th of July to everybody, though. Be we safe. hope you enjoy it. Yes, be safe. And if you're drinking, don't drive drunk. Amen. Amen. All righty. It's time for Treat of the Week. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. We're treating ourselves with this champagne. Yes, yeah. we are. Oh, my God. So much to celebrate. So right. I have two treat yourselves. What? So I shall go first with my first one. What is your first treat yourself? Uh, so my first treat yourself is the Harry Potter app game. Oh my god, oh. yeah. Wizards Unite. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I have heard about it. Okay. So it's sorta kinda like Pokemon Go, except for completely different because you're a wizard and you're doing spells. Okay, and it, you have to walk or drive and and find places and and you know get conundrums and stuff like that. So I mean, you should be my friend. Um, I'm Lucius Lindsay. And Does that make you a bad guy? No. Okay, it makes me cool. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I think I'm at level nine. Oh. You know, whatevs. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Um, don't do it and drive and don't trespass. It tells you all that crap, you know, when you're doing it. <laughs> this but, coming from the lawyer. Yeah, but um, so the Titan Stadium is like an inn and so is Juvenile Court. So I've been <laughs> having lots of fun with that. <laughs> I bet you are. So um, you should totally download it and play it. I'm going to download that this week. Yeah, Me we can too. go. We can Me go. All of us. All right. all right. Jess, what's your treat of the week? Treat yourself. Um, I have a kind of Indian food treat yourself. Uh-huh. Um, 
So I started watching Street Food on Netflix, which is a great show. Everyone watch it. Um, and I was very intrigued by the Indian food episode. And then I listened to The Splendid Table, which is a great show that um, you can listen to. It's a, it's a podcast, but you, it's also on like American Public Radio. It comes on like noon on Central Time on NPR. And anyway, so they did one episode on Madhar Joffrey. I can't pronounce that. But she's a Bollywood actress slash Indian cook. Um, So she talked all about Indian cooking. She's been cooking Indian food for a long time. And so then that in conjunction with the great episode on Indian street food, I ordered her cookbook called A Taste of India. And then I went and ate really good like local Indian food. At a local Indian restaurant. And so I was just like Indian food, like out the wazoo. So what I'm just saying is I just treated myself like for the last week, just delicious Indian food all over the place. Ooh, I don't nice. like Indian food. Well, you just because you've never had good Indian food. Okay. It's some of the spices, I feel like I'm just, I don't like girl i didn't think i would like it at first but then i went with someone who kind of knew how to read the menu right and then i started liking it a little bit better i'll try it i'll try anything three times well look you do have to order it right okay because i will say friday night i had like the most amazing spicy coconut mussels but like spicy coconut curry mussels i also had this vindaloo lamb dish that like was so spicy it closed up my throat oh but it was really good that's all good um i don't like curry <laughs> what mm. no it's disgusting anyway, <laughs> i'll try it again okay this place was real good okay, okay i'll go with you we'll go okay right. i'm just saying it was a it was a treat yourself all over indian yes. like amazingness awesome all right i have two treat of the weeks as well okay so first treat of the week the best ice cream combination i've ever had like yes. ever okay so I've been obviously because I'm pregnant, like one of the biggest things. I've oh my craved, God, you're pregnant. I am pregnant. <laughs> one of the biggest things I've been craving has been like ice cream. So we've been having like ice cream every day, I think mm-hmm. for about 16 weeks. Did you dip pickles um, in it? I don't dip pickles in it, but I do Yet. like pickles a lot, but I don't like them together. But while we were down in Florida, my dad took us to an ice cream place and I love a good ice cream shop that like has different flavors and it's like a local little ice cream shop. There was one that uh, Marshall actually ended up ordering it and it was amazing and I wish I could have stolen it from him, but it was an Oreo ice cream. So Ooh. most most any ice cream shop is going to have like an Oreo blend ice cream sure. of some sort. So they had an Oreo ice cream that you can get like scooped into the bowl and he got it as a sundae and this was like an employee recommendation. And instead of like chocolate syrup or caramel or anything like caramel. that on top, he put marshmallow on top. So it's like the oh. melty marshmallow syrup kind of stuff on yeah. top. Yeah. So marshmallows on top of Oreo ice cream. Ooh. It will change your life. It was so good. Yum. All right. All so right. good. Okay. Like, that's delicious. I hope you're drooling now. Yeah. You should all try this. It's so I've good. I've been dipping Oreos in my coffee in the morning. Ooh. Wow. That's interesting. interesting. That's good. Good. That sounds good. It's a good way to start your morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one, yeah. while you're eating your delicious Oreo and marshmallow sundae, you should binge watch this new game show that's on Netflix called Awake. Oh, okay. It is so good. If what you is haven't it? checked it out, oh, I haven't. It's a game show where they take, I think it's like six people at first, like, or six, sorry, seven people, and they keep them up for 24 hours hours and then they go right into doing all of these games on this game show in the chance to win like up to a million dollars oh 
Oh, yeah. It's great. So, but during this 24-hour period that they're awake, they literally sit in this room and count quarters the entire time. They literally, they grab like bags at a time, bring them over to the table, and they have to keep it track of it in their mind. They can't write it down. They oh, just keep God. track of it. But they can stack it. They can come up with their own methods. But they all just like are keeping track of their own count in their heads. Do they get alcohol? Are these accountants? No. no. These are like pe- all different people, all walks of life, like counting out the quarters. And then at the end of that 24 hours, they have to tell someone there what they think they've counted like what is in their bin yeah and i mean like they start with these bags that they're carrying over but then they have this gigantic bin off to the side of them that ends up being full of quarters so usually on average when i was looking at it like people would have somewhere around like twenty five thousand to fifty thousand dollars in wow these ki- bins no because 24 hours you're just sitting there counting, counting. quarters the entire time okay. and they take like little cat naps but like they couldn't stay asleep for longer than a certain amount of time where they'd be out but they could like doze for uh, like a minute or two and then like wake up but basically they're up for 24 hours so then they go onto the show and immediately they knock two people out the person with the least amount so obviously if you win because you counted like a dollar and quarters like you're gonna get kicked off immediately yeah so whoever has the least amount gets immediately eliminated and then the person who was the, f- the farthest off on okay. the counts because they sent uh, basically after their 24 hours is up and they're getting ready to go on the show they put all those quarters through something to actually get the real count yeah versus what you thought you counted anyways so they do that they eliminate those two people and then they start doing these little challenges so the first challenge is like whole group challenge are all separate but they make everyone do the same thing all at the same time and what happens is at the end of each round you have to think like the person who who completes the round the best is safe for that round. Okay. But everyone else has a 10 second time period where they can take a buyout option. And oh. the buyout goes up each time through these like next four rounds. So you get either 2500 5000 7500 or $10,000 before you get to the final rounds. Oh, okay. And you have the option to hit this within that 10 seconds and if you think you were the worst in the challenge, you can hit that button and walk away oh. with that money. The thing is, you don't know if you're the worst or not. Uh, so if you think you're the worst, you have to like people get in each other's heads. If no one hits their button, the person who's the worst just gets eliminated with nothing. What? Oh. No. Yeah. So it's like it gets in your head because if you know you did horrible because you're exhausted. Right. Because they'll say like little facts throughout it where it's like, okay, we t- did this with like 10 normal people who haven't been up for 24 hours and they were able to complete this task in this min- many minutes or they were able to do this. Uh. I'm sorry. Is this like a total math game? And No, it's not. But it's like, it's just it's just a chance of like odds and how exhausted you are like one of the games was like literally they were uh trying to not blink for like two minutes and if you thought you blinked the most within that two minutes that's what? The <laughs> and then the there was another one where it's like they rolled across the bed and like had to hit snooze buttons on an alarm but this bed is like gigantic and they're like literally roll, running over here and hitting the snooze and then going over there and hitting the snooze i'm watching this game. it was I'm so worth it and you kind of get to the end and you kind of start they start second guessing like do they think they actually had their count right or wrong right you get to the end when the final two people are up there and this is where they have the buyout for $10,000. Yeah. And they have to say, whoever is the closest, who thinks they're the closest to their actual count is the one who's going to move on to the final round where they oh. can try to win the amount of everyone's quarters all added together or <gasps> go for a million dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I'm totally <laughs> like, watching this. Oh, totally yeah. You have watching. me convinced. It's everyone should watch it it's called awake it's on netflix um we were watching it at my my dad and my stepmom's house the other night and it was so this this sounds like the most bs 
game ever like netflix is just coming up with the most bs content ever but the just i'm here to, for it. just to compete <laughs> with whatever's on network television but Lindsay's right i'm here for it the yeah. way you just described that i'm here for it like these people who are like trying to they're delirious with like tiredness but then they're also trying to like hype themselves up and like psych out other people it's yeah. so funny to watch it's so like you'll have to watch it let me know if you love it it's amazing. Everyone should go watch it. Okay. And I'm, get back to me. I'm yeah. going to dip Oreos in my coffee and watch that business. You should. It's really good. Or eat your Oreo ice cream with marshmallow cream on top. Yeah, we're all about Oreos. Yeah, I'm going to eat Oreos and just, I'm here for it. So my last trio self. What's that? I'm obsessed. Obsessed with the new podcast. What? What's the new podcast? Like an unhealthy obsession. Oh my God. So I... Um, started listening to a podcast called Ghost in the Burbs. Oh, what? Tell me. So Liz Sauer is the host. She's a blogger and she lives in Wellesley, Massachusetts. I know that place. Uh-huh. Um, and she tells people's ghost stories. Oh. oh. So I'm on episode, I think like 12 or 13, and it started in 2016. So I just now got to 2017. Oh, wow. So she uh, is telling, you know, different people's stories. And it is creepy, guys. First of all, you have to start from the beginning because it, it just kind of advances. And hold on. If you think something's creepy, then it's like really it's creepy. It's really creepy. Pretty much. Um, it is for adults. It is not for children. Okay. Not bedtime stories. Got it. It is not bedtime stories. Um, it. And they're all true. I listen to it a lot. I listen to podcasts a lot when I travel. I will not listen to it with my daughter in the car. Oh, wow. I do not want to open her up to any spirits, spirits or demons or anything. You probably already think she's possessed sometimes. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Liz Sauer is my best friend. She does not know it. She's not met me, but we're best friends. And I'm moving to Wellesley, Massachusetts. I have looked up houses. Um, I was trying to be like, oh, let me pretend like we can afford a, um, a half a million dollar house. So I put yeah. that in there. There was none available. Um, yep. But I did find a, a quaint little house for $2.5 million that I'm moving into. Quaint. Are there ghosts um, obviously there? I don't know. It's a new build. It's probably like on some sort of burial ground. Anyway, so if uh, anyone would like to move with me there, I only need 35 more people to be able to afford a $20,000 a month mortgage. And yeah, so um, I have this new life that I'm planned. And it's all based off of this podcast. What's the podcast name again? Ghost in the Burbs. Ghost in the Burbs. Yeah. But essentially, she is infatuated with ghost stories. Like, I feel like we've all been there. And one of the people that she interviews is like, you've never felt true terror. Like you've never had a real experience with a spirit or whatever. And she's like, no, I haven't. They're like, that's why you're interested. If you have, like you would totally not be interested. Oh, wow. And essentially her asking these questions and her kind of researching this stuff has opened up her and her family. And she starts experiencing really weird things. 
things. Oh wow! Whoa! I That's I literally so I literally just subscribed right now on my phone, so I'm really excited yeah. to start listening. I just got chills. Like, I know. It's, listening uh, to the description. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and these are legit people, and uh, you know, anything from witchcraft. She even has an episode about aliens to the black eyed children. Whoa. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. But Black I can't wait. Children. Uh, yeah, I've been having nightmares. I've been like, anyways, amazing. I'm pumped. I'm really excited about it. Okay, this all sounds super, super creepy, but yes. Yeah. So, Liz Sauer. Check that out. Ghost in the Burbs. She has a blog. She has a podcast. Uh, she just took a hiatus, but there's a couple years she can catch up on. Really good. Again, obsessed. Love it. All right, it's time for Drink About It. Drink About It. What are we drinking to this week? Good, bad, ventworthy, celebratory. Obviously, we celebrated a lot during this show. Yeah. But let's start with you, Jess. Um, I'm drinking about a lot this week. A lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, it's all celebration. Um, but I'm going to specifically call out that I had a uh 12 hour brunch this past saturday 12 hour brunch a 12 hour brunch sounds amazing that does sound amazing it's like a 12 hour tour with gilligan Island, but it was a 12 hour brunch that's awesome i feel like that should set some sort of record brunch. you that's should get an right. award for that long of a brunch thank you I was um, like, Lindsay and I have had a couple long brunches that have turned into um, like afternoon cocktails and stuff, but never 12 hours. No. That's like a whole record to try yes. to aspire to. Um, that was with uh, Alicia Johnson, who, oh, oh. Uh, who's Woo-hoo. one of our, I'm sure, listeners and sorority sisters. Um, and it started at Louis Wine Dive, who shout out if you're a Nashville local. Uh, they do a $17 bottomless mimosa mm. and I think they brought us in total six bottles of sparkling wine slash Prosecco mm-hmm. to drink. Dang. They didn't like try to kick you out at some point? No. And you know why? Because we specifically, there were four of us and we specifically asked them at one point, we were like, you know, are you, are you busy? Like, is this your busy time? Um, do you need this table? And we asked that of our waiter and he said, no, you're okay. We basically, we tipped really great. Awesome. Always tip your servers well. Tipped your servers well. So anyway, that brunch, we followed that, you know, our six bottles of champagne into a midtown bar into a really great dinner slash more drink. So it turned into 12 hours. Well, that is a continuous brunch, I guess, technically. But I feel like you should have gone back into brunch for dinner to make it a full, complete circle. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I didn't pay for that delicious dinner that included a crema ice cream with caviar and salty potato chips. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow that's a very unique dessert. So I'm not complaining. Wow. Well, what are you drinking about this week, Lindsay? Well, y'all, I'm an expert. Yeah. On, on what? My job. Well, I'm sure you are. Well, yeah. It's your job. <laughs> I've been deemed an expert and they're flying me to south carolina to train all the other people in my field on how to do my job can i just go with you and hang out in the hotel while you do other things uh-huh. south carolina mm-hmm. <laughs> Columbia. and um i was gonna take my husband and child but i have since vetoed that idea I'm going by myself <laughs> i think you, i think you should go by yourself you should go by yourself you should enjoy that hotel by yourself you should just yeah yeah 
take that take time. a book take a drink and go by yourself take yep. a couple bottles of champagne and uh have a nice bubble bath yep maybe take me because i'm fun okay i'll, I'll go come on come on what about y'all any more drink about it well i've got a drink about it a celebratory one to using my companion pass from southwest to go on two back-to-back amazing trips. Woo woo! You want to know what it cost me for each of those trips? How much? No, eleven dollars and twenty cents. <gasps> oh, whoa! Fork you. I Fork know. you. I know. Everyone should hate me. I want to yeah. rub that in a little bit. Everyone should totally hate me unless you have companion pass too, and then you can celebrate with me because it's awesome. But first trip, Utah, guys. Mm. What to Utah? Ooh. Okay. Let me just preface this with: I basically was going exactly for what I just said to you. I wanted to go with my husband while he was out on the road. They were they had a fly date. Someone else paid for his ticket, so I was able to cover mine with the companion pass for eleven yeah. bucks. And I was like, I'm just gonna go with you, so I can have a weekend away. Mm-hmm. I can have a a bed with no cats in it, and I can just like sleep in. It's gonna be amazing. And that's all. I didn't look anything up about where we were going in Utah. I didn't look up anything to do. I was just like, whatever. It's Utah. I don't know anything about it. Right. We got in late that night. We first of all we got picked up from the airport in like a limo bus yes (laughs) it was like awesome so it's like a sprinter limo bus it was vip thing it was like awesome not conducive to putting a lot of gear in it for a full band but (laughs) we we made it work (laughs) and so we we go on that i will say this salt lake city has like the absolute worst roads if you ever want to complain about national roads no go to utah the roads are horrible okay but we had like a 45 minute drive to our hotel so bring us out there drop us off and we go in the hotel, didn't think anything of it, didn't look around. It's pitch black outside, so you don't see anything. Woke up the next morning and looked out the curtains, and we had the most gorgeous view of these beautiful Ooh. snow-capped mountains all around us. Oh. I was like, oh my God, where did these come from? <laughs> like, had no idea whatsoever. Like, the only thing we'd done when we got into town, because we had had several flight delays, so we got in really late, was like go to a 24 hour like taco stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, get a burrito before we went to bed. So, like, literally, we drove around, but I saw nothing. It was just pitch black outside. Yeah. Um, so, it was beautiful to wake up to. I'm like, I want to move to Utah because it's so wonderful. Like, the temperature was like oh. so good. We got up that day. We walked around. We ended up going in on this short little hike. Went and saw a waterfall. Like played in the water, which was freezing. And it was just amazing. Aww. Like went on ATV rides later that afternoon because we went to the best like... Well, the show they would they had up there was like for someone's 50th birthday. And it was amazing Aww. and awesome. And I just had a blast. And well, I want to live in Utah now. Well, I will with you because I obviously can't afford Wellesley. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can afford Utah, but I did look up some houses there and it was reasonable, I'd say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of got into like the 50s at night, which was totally fine because it was so, it was still like warm during the day. It was like still at least like like the mid 70s. That's my night, like my ideal weather. I mean, we were talking like this was like two weeks ago, guys, like in June. Imagine being around like 70s during the day, 50s at night. No, I don't want it. It was wonderful. And I would say more like 60s at night with a, like a slight breeze. Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. You could put on a slight, like a hoodie and it was great. Or it was so too. amazing. And then the next day before we went out to the airport or whatever, we had to like fly out like around like noonish. We had to get to the airport. So we went that morning and went to Sundance, Ooh. like where they have the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah. That's out there. It was like a short little drive over there. We took like a lift out there. We almost went on a uh, one of those things, a ski lift all the way to the top of the mountain and back. Yeah. But it was going to take an hour and a half so we oh. couldn't do it oh man but it was still super cool we got out there we walked around sundance we we got to see like where they do like their film retreats and stuff it was super cool 
Oh, that's awesome. Love it. So yeah, if you ever get the chance to go to Utah, you should. Okay, cool. Done. It was amazing. And then also we went to Florida last week, surprised the family with pregnancy stuff. And that was yeah. super awesome. Went you to got a in a wave park. pool. Yep. Went to a water park, got in the wave pool, made the lazy river mud. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Love Loved it. it. Fun. So I have one more drink about it, y'all. I yeah. put Rory in gymnastics. <gasps> yay! <laughs> I feel like that's fitting for her. Yeah. Has she enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. So we've only been once because she was sick this past weekend. But I mean, you know, surprisingly, I already had like uh, five or six leotards. So it's fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you have. Did you have the leotards before you enrolled her? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Does she have bows that match? Oh, of course. Of course. She was probably the most fashionable and little even kid shoes. there. <laughs> they did. They were like, oh, my God. Like, there was only, there was like, I don't know, 15 kids there, and only two of them had leotards, and hers was, of course, the cutest, and everybody just swooned over. Uh, like, what did the other kids wear? Like, comfy clothes, like, just shorts and a onesie or whatevs. I'm not going to lie. That'll be my kid. Yeah. <laughs> comfy shorts, a little onesie. It's going to well, be super easy. I happen to have some original handmade leotards in her closet. Oh, you just happen. Happen to yeah. have. Your child has a better closet than like I will ever have. Uh, me too. <laughs> well, I've got one last drink about okay. it. Okay. And this is a little bit of a pat on the back for us because we made some podcast recommendations on our last episode oh and we, just, we just heard from um blame your brother one of our other favorite podcasts to follow oh, we love them and mm-hmm. they followed our recommendation and they have been loving the bright sessions that we mentioned so All that right. was like, like the sci-fi podcast yeah so if you're still looking for a podcast to listen to go check out the bright sessions it's now champagne way and blame your brother approved oh yeah Love or it. Ghost in the Burbs. If or you Ghost can in the Burbs. If you can handle the ghostly truth. If you can handle it. Love it. Well, folks, that's a wrap for episode 40. But if you'd like to stay tuned for any more pregnancy announcements and just all the things that have to do with that with Trina, follow me at Tree Tree Trina. That's T R I T R I T R I N A on Instagram to see if Lindsay has any ghostly experiences after binge watching or not binge watching binge listening to her ghostly podcast follow her on Instagram at the Prosecco Prosecutor and to hear about some more surprising news that we will be sharing on our next episode of The Champagne Way you can follow Jess at on Instagram at Hockey Tonk Bell. That's H O C K E Y T O N K B L L E. That's right. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. <laughs> I'm drunk. All right. Thanks for listening. You can catch all of our latest episodes on all your podcast streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever I catch that up. And And also on our website. And the Ouija board, apparently. The Ouija board. (laughs) Also, don't use the Ouija board. Listen to the podcast. Anyway, we would like to thank our baby daddy, uh, Marshmallow for uh, impregnating Trina th- <laughs> <laughs> he really is a baby daddy <laughs> you know or did she get pregnant at that wave pool we're not sure <laughs> anyway um, after she's the baby we will have a live podcast of like a you know one of those lie detector tests and also paternity tests you are not the father yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Are you practicing that line? <laughs> however, if, you know, she does push out a baby or a kitty. Meow, meow, meow. We will know it is not him. That is right. Anyway, thanks, Marshall, for uh, not helping. Not helping or helping or impregnating or not impregnating. Enjoy your book. Um, <laughs> lots more stuff to do. Is it a boy I or a girl? I am not the father. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> follow our champagne way instagram at the champagne way and be sure to go on facebook and join our champagners group yeah yes we love our champagners you can stay up to date on all of our shenanigans by following that group yeah and we will put out for a poll on what you uh trina and marshall should name their baby and who and whatever you vote on will win it will not will will not 100 percent win that will be the name of the baby good night <laughs> <laughs> that is all <laughs> <laughs>